Letters from a Lonely Flyboy is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs, as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. Welcome to another episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy, where my brother Clint and I will share letters from our father, Air Force pilot Chuck Cathcart, to our mother Renee in the early 1960s. These letters were written while our father was stationed in Osan, South Korea for 12 months. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Letters from a Lonely Flyboy. We are your hosts. I am Kelly Dennis. And I'm Clinton Cathcart. I can't believe we're 64 letters in and we're not even to the end of October. Thank you so much for joining us as we continue on this journey described by our father through his letters home. The letters in this episode begin on October 24th, 1961, and Clint is going to read letter number 61. So the letter reads, Tuesday, 24 October. Hi, honey. Still don't feel too good, but feel better, much better, in fact, than I thought I would last night. Did go to Seoul to the meeting today, by myself, and no golf. A damn Duncan fixed that. Saw him in the mess hall at 0705. And he wasn't dressed for the trip. Thought that was funny. Waited for him in the office till 08.20. Supposed to leave at 0.800. Then he tells me he isn't going. By the time I get a car, etc., I can't afford five minutes to go get my golf things. I could tell the way he talked that he would planned it this way. He must have heard that I'd played golf the last time. Didn't get back till after duty hours anyway. And might have got in nine holes. It's just the idea of the thing. Too bad he's got so long to go. Mm. Only hope is for me to get out, I guess. I'm afraid uh, poor Callahan and he are going to come to blows any day. Oh. <laughs> Had a letter from you waiting when I got back and also one from Grady. This was written about eight weeks ago. <laughs> I guess he couldn't afford an airmail stamp. Anyway, the gist of it was that he did expect a transfer from the guard to Okinawa. Had nothing firm at the time, but that he expected to bring his family along if it came through. Glad there wasn't a problem with Charlotte. Had thought there might be at least somewhat of, of one. You could go see Louise easily if you really wanted to. You could even go on a weekend by taking Dink out of school on Friday. Maybe you can tell Kelly is my daughter by her throwing her clothes off, but she sure doesn't take after her mother. That takes considerable coaxing, I've found. Sure would like to do a little coaxing. Okay. Got to the Soul PX today. Didn't buy anything but shoelaces. They don't have them here. 
um, I did find some fairly nice pajamas, or maybe they're lounging pajamas for you, both you and Kelly, matching yet. Oh, wow. Couldn't afford them today, but have to go again the 5th of November, and we'll get them then. Clark's address, and he spells it Reva, 636 West Elm Avenue, Fullerton, California. By the way, the, uh, through George and a letter I'm preparing for Duncan to sign, I'm going to get back in the L20 business. I don't really need it officially, of course, but just being perverse, and I may have to use it to play golf at Kunsan. Sure miss you and hope the pictures came out yesterday. I love you, C. So Colonel Duncan is uh, quite a meanie. <laughs> yeah. He apparently he's got something against golf. I, he does, or against dad playing golf or having a yeah. good time. Or Gosh. enjoying himself, yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty calculated move there by him, at least uh, in, dad's, um, in dad's opinion. Yes, Okay, um, so I wonder what he thought the problem might be with Charlotte. Oh, it, he just—I guess—I um, I th- I guess he thought that maybe Charlotte and Grady were having marital problems or something. Um, oh, he hadn't okay. heard from anybody in a long time, and um, you know, wasn't wasn't sure he was how to read what what he wasn't hearing or was what oh, little okay. he was hearing. But um, and he was confused because he thought. Um, that Grady was stuck in that um, um, New York uh, National Guard, um, International uh-huh. Guard um, job. Right. But apparently, um, from what he heard from Grady, that Grady could, uh, might be expecting a transfer uh, out of that p- uh, position over to Okinawa. Okay, okay. So it's a funny comment about me uh, throwing my clothes off and uh, a little uh, insinuation about mom. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so he wants to fly the L-20s again just so he can go play some golf. Yeah. Well, that because he, <laughs> he also runs a courier run for them because they have, okay. you know, they have documents and what have you that at that, that time um, you didn't have the Internet and you didn't have encryption and all that stuff. So if they had, um, generally if they had classified documents, they had to be transported in person, someone had to move them from one place to another. They couldn't just mail them or anything. Okay. Anything else so, about, about this one? Um, I don't think so, but we got at least we got Reva's address. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Okay, then I am going to go on and read the next letter. And this one is dated October 20, or sorry, Wednesday, 25 October. Hi, honey. Well, you asked for a picture, and here you are, my own mean, nasty self yelling at the poor kid who wanted to take it. I will have one taken for you, seriously. My hair is growing out again. Had to have it cut. I couldn't seem to keep it clean when I first got here. Sweat all night and couldn't stand it the next day. I got your letter written last Saturday. Naturally, I'm glad to hear you took some movies. I'm sure looking forward to seeing them. Also glad to hear about the insurance check for Dink's bike. That pays for darn near two years' worth of insurance premiums right there. Seems a shame to make him wait for Christmas, but I guess you're right. Wouldn't hurt to check the Luke BX and see about a layaway. You might be able to do better price-wise in town, though. I don't know about the box number assigned to Colonel Price's section, but the 314th ADI's address will get him okay. It seems like you have 
access to all kinds of movie equipment. You have to let me know what type of film the cameras take, though. I hope they got some more of the Emerson record players. They sounds like they must have been a real good buy. I wasn't really worried about you wallowing in self-pity too long, honey. I really don't think that's even a fair label to pin on the feeling. It's a shock, a complete disruption on any number of things. The outsider would think you would get used to things like this. Unfortunately, especially with what I feel our situation has turned out to be, it gets progressively harder. If there were, or was, a war going on, but I don't want to get started on that again. You understand what I mean. Don't worry about how hard it is for me. I'm about to give up trying to teach or advise these silly bastards as to what's right or wrong. My problem then reverts strictly to one of time. Too bad, but I'm too old to play Kelly's game, beating my head against the wall. <laughs> she'll, she'll learn, too. To, um, it just takes some of us longer than others. Along this line, I don't think about your being I didn't think about your being surprised when I wrote about that sack thing shows that I'm about ready for anything. I'll tell the guy no on the small recorder. It really wasn't smart to even consider it. Went to the movie house tonight with Callan. Saw this carry on nurse thing, English, and very light comedy, but an amusing one and a half hours. Would be over Dink's head, but you might enjoy it. Sure, miss you, sweetie. I love you. C. So um, either the insurance is not very expensive or the bike was, or the bike really was to have the payment take care of two years of insurance premiums for the, the check you, they, they got for the bike. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I kind of wondered about that too. The um, USAA, I mean, the, uh, see, he's, he, they have uh, like renter's insurance. They don't own, own a house. Right. So right. the renter's insurance is really cheap. And I think he means just the two years for the renter's yeah, insurance, not, not the car and all that stuff. Right. But right. Um, uh, renter's insurance, I, even I think is only like about $40 a month now. So it must've been really cheap. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. I have it too. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's a good deal. So, yeah. And, um, and okay. you know, I, he cautions her to take a look um, downtown too. She might be able to get a better deal on a bike there than, than uh, getting it at the BX on at Luke Air Force Base. Yeah, sometimes it pays to shop around a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, so mom must be writing to Colonel Duncan. I wonder why she's doing that. Well, I think, not Duncan Price. Um, oh, I okay. Think, um, I think oh, you're right. that she was getting that address for the Sowers because they know him. Um, oh, okay. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember Sowers' first name. Um I keep wanting to say Tom and Mary Sowers. I'm sure it was Mary. Anyway, um, he knew Colonel Price pretty well. That's Dad mentioned that in previous letters, and um, he's just saying that um, you know he doesn't know the 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 box number for uh, uh, Colonel Price's section, sure. but that uh, 314th Air Defense or not Air Defense, uh, Air Division Intelligence. Okay. Um, if if he writes to him there. Um, he's going to get it anyway. Okay. Um, so uh, what was mom talking about the Emerson record players? They, she, I think they were, she was thinking about getting me an Emerson at that point. Okay. I don't know. Must have been out of them then. What, yeah, I don't know what, what how, how the final decision was made. Okay. Uh, you know, what, what 
what swung the decision one way or the other, but um, I, uh, they were, you know, just discussing different brands and what have you. Yeah. Well, we get some pretty frank discussion about them being apart, you know, from from both points of view. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty touching, I thought. Yeah. Do you have anything else about this letter? No, um, except I remember he it mentioned something. He's along this line. I didn't think you uh, about your being surprised oh, when right. he wrote about the sack thing. Yeah. I remember he was even considering leaving sack and going back or tack and going back to sack. Yeah. Tactical Air Force um, 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 is um, you know Tactical Air Command is is you know jets uh, uh, fighters right. and sack is bombers um, right. and he of course had been in bombers in the Second World War. Sure. Um, he was multi-engine rated, but um, I mean he uh, apparently was <laughs> willing to look at anything to get out of where he was. Okay, okay, that makes sense. And uh, so if that's the that's all there is for that one, then would you please go on and read letter number sixty three? Okay, and it's loading up. So, the letter is dated Thursday, 26 October. Hi, honey. Where your old dad is doing something tonight I haven't done in a long time. I am the AO. How about that? Very boring, too. Nothing goes on, and because right now the runway closes at 9 p.m. and they start working on it, really don't need one, but like... Uh, all else here, you have to keep the troops busy. Had a letter from you again today. Sure hope the pictures turned out and are on the way. That damn dink should have been excited about over the football game. Read where it was a good game, and the score certainly indicates it. Looks as though the Redskins won't win one again this year. <laughs> Miss Kelly sure sounds like she's developing into a character. Sure wish you'd experiment with the Polaroid for inside use. Using for inside use a burner flash, try 14, uh, number 14. I'll check on the price of that film here, too. Should have done so already. Snaps of her as you describe her now and then would be priceless if you could get them. A couple of you and Dink will be welcome at any time, too. Finally convinced Duncan that since I do have to run around so much that he should request that I be put back on the list. Mm -hmm. He signed the letter. I wrote today, and I already know that George Clark will approve it if he possibly can. I told him informally that it would be available most weekends to fly some of the courier runs, too. Might as well, since Duncan frowns on the golf bit. I can think of a few ways that this might get me a couple of extra games, too. Have plenty of time <laughs> to write, but really there's not much important to say except that I miss you all badly. I love you, C. All right. What is the A.O.? Air officer. Okay. So he's the guy that's worried about, you know, the 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 runway, the traffic, um, who's who's on standby, are the crews ready, are the aircraft ready, all that. Basically what we would call in the army a duty officer. Okay, so that's not a that's not something that happens every day. He just got assigned. No, that for it's the rotated day. among um, okay. people of the grade that would be qualified to be an AO. And I don't know the Air Force well enough. I'm assuming. I don't think a company grade officer, captain, could be an AO, but but obviously a major can be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you remember uh, what the deal was about the football game? So I can't quite tell I, from the tone whether you were excited and should have been or not excited and should have been. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, 
they uh, typical of of course we lived in Virginia and where we were in Virginia was very close to Washington DC right. um you know um okay and and so people military people who are in that area generally become redskin fans and sure. I didn't call the redskins anymore right um but um they you know and so even so we didn't live there any even though we didn't live there anymore he um, was still felt to, uh, as if he were a Redskins fan. And apparently he didn't think I was as excited over a game, that, that recent game, as I should have been. <laughs> um, it sounded apparently like it was a real close game, but it looks like from what he read, what he wrote, that the Redskins did not win the game. No, no, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Okay, I was just curious if you remember that game or, or you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I liked football, but... Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I was so involved in professional football that I cared about a team that was across on the other side of the country. Right. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So dad's really trying to encourage mom to send more pictures. Yep. Well, that's makes a big difference well, in his life. Well, yeah, and you know, I mean, you, you have a daughter. Um, when, <laughs> when, when um when they're little kids, you know you got to keep taking pictures because they won't be little kids forever. No, they keep changing, darn it. Yep, yep. Okay, I kept trying to push Chelsea back in, but it wouldn't. Didn't yeah, have, never worked. It sounds never like worked. he's pretty hopeful that he's going to get to fly the L twenties again too. So that's yeah. Good. Okay. Anything else about uh, this letter? I don't think so. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and read the last letter of the episode. This is a real short one. And it is uh, letter number 63. Oh, 64. Sorry. So Friday, 27 October. Hi, honey. I got a letter today. A little worried, frankly. I know you have an awful lot of bills, including what I've sent. But to have you get down to $20 with about 10 days to go is cutting it a little too thin. Realize by the time you get this, it will be almost payday, but you go ahead and cash $50 on Fort Sam. I'll get by without it, and I really hate to think that you get so low. I've been worried about it, but being somewhat removed from the problem, I didn't realize how bad it is. I'm serious now, and you'd better listen. You are bound to really need it about this time, and two, it will help next month. I haven't, after all, thrown you out on your own, and if there's a pinch, it should affect all of us, including old dad. Rereading this last statement, I realize it might sound a little funny, but take it the way you know I mean it, honey. Yes, you told me about the tires for your mother's car. This is one more reason for doing as I say and take the money from Fort Sam. You can cash a check on Fort Sam on the 30th or the 29th, really, with no problem. I can almost tell what you're thinking as you read this. Quote, I'm telling him, I'll quit telling him about things like this, end quote. But please don't. This really is, after all, a joint problem. If you think I'm upset, you're right, but only because I feel I'm being a little selfish. You're having to scrounge, and I'm just coasting along, when it should be the other way. Sure am looking forward to the film. Hope it turned out. I miss you, all of you. I love you. See. Okay, so not a lot in this letter, but boy, there um, he's really concerned about the finances. Yeah, you know, you know, just realize it's tough too. I mean, there's one check he gets it divided into into two different uh, pieces: the larger piece for for mom at Fort Sam, 
Um, they banked at the National Bank of Fort Sam Houston in San Antonio, Texas forever. Um, I banked there for a long, 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 long time. It was a military bank, basically. Um, but um, they, he also could have a little part of his money diverted um, by, from, by the finance office to another account uh, that he would have locally there in Korea. And so... But, you know, they, uh, I guess he was concerned about whether or not he was, he was allowing too much to go into that account and too little to go into mom's account. She uh, was getting the lion's share, okay. of course, because he didn't need much. I mean, you know, once he could buy like a pair of shoes and a, and a, and a bottle of gin and, and his cigarettes, um, you know, um, it, it, it was it was pretty cheap living for him. Sure. He, he was living in, you know, he didn't pay rent, he didn't pay utilities, he didn't pay that kind of stuff. He did pay uh, Miss Pack, you know. Um, sure. But since she took care of all of his laundry and cleaned his little little um, living quarters, so, um, you know, it, it, he, his expenses were not large. And he, he but again, um, a surprise like tires for grandma's car is not something that you would ordinarily budget. Right, right. A major expense for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anything else about this one or for uh, the good of the episode? I don't think so. It sounds like, you know, they're perking along. He's He still thinks it's a silly job, but he does what he feels he needs to do. And he's trying to um, provide some entertainment for, for himself in the way of flying and golf and, and, um, still be, you know, in touch with the family as far as what's going on, you know, with the kids growing up and um, um, the budget and what have you. Yeah, well, that's, that's so hard to deal with long distance. It's, he's got to be so frustrated by that. Oh, yeah. And it's only October. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to end this episode. Thank you so much for listening today. And please join us next time when we find out what a great filmmaker mom was. So if you have comment or feedback... Uh, you'd like to share, you can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy or at our email at letters from a lonely flyboy at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you're interested in Lonely Flyboy t shirts or if you are interested in sponsoring the show um, or you just want just to say hello and give us some feedback, that would be wonderful. That's going to do it for this week. Thanks for listening again. I'm Kelly Dennis. I'm Clinton Cathcart. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening. We would love your feedback. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy. Can't wait to see you on the next episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy.